Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life's a Pitch podcast. I'm Mandy. I'm Brian. We are a married couple living in Wisconsin, and since there isn't much to do up here in the Arctic during the winter, we decided why not start a podcast. We will be covering all things sports, lives, new headlines, and anything else that we really have an opinion on. So let's jump right into today's episode. Our first topic today is the NFL playoff games. The first game is the Bengals versus the Chiefs. I personally hope the Bengals can pull out a victory for this one. I think their storyline has just been great this year. No one really thought that they were going to win their division, let alone all of these playoff games. So I think seeing them beat the reigning Chiefs in their glory would be a good wrap-up to the season and a wrap-up to the whole playoffs to lead to the Super Bowl. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I like Joey Burrow. Love Joey Burrow. I think Jamar Chase needs to have a big game. Um, is it going to happen? I don't know. I mean, the Chiefs are pretty dominant. You know, would I love for it to happen? Yes. What I think is going to happen, I think the Chiefs are going for their third in a row to the Super Bowl, and I don't think anyone's going to stop them. I think you're right with Jamar Chase needing to have a big game. I also think that Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs needs to have a big game. So I think whichever one can have the better game will probably be the winner. Um, Also, Tyron Matthew left last week's game with a concussion, but he is back this week. So that is definitely a dominating factor to look for. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think uh, that slows down Jamar Chase for sure. Um, Also, I mean, the biggest thing for the Bengals is protecting Joey Burrow and their line. In the past hasn't been doing nothing really. And the Chiefs has a pretty dominant defensive line. So I think it might be a bad ending for the Bengals. But there's always hope. But again, I think the Chiefs are going to go back to their trying to defend their AFC title, and then going for their third Super Bowl in a row. I think you're definitely right with the um, Bengals needing to protect Joey Burrow. We saw him get sacked a thousand times. That's a little extravagant, but it was pretty much felt like that last week. And so I think that if the Chiefs can get to Joey, I don't think the Bengals have a chance to win. Um, Again, we say that, but they didn't have a chance to win the first game either, according to some people. So it just really is the luck of the draw and who plays better and shows up better today. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. So second game on today's schedule, we got the 49ers and the Rams back at home. Potentially, if they win, they can have the NFC title game and the Super Bowl at home. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Personally, I didn't think Jimmy G and the 49ers had a chance coming up here to Green Bay. Um, Fortunately for all those Bears fans, they did, and they stopped the Packers and those cheeseheads, so glad for that. Um, But now, you know, going up against Matt Stafford, I don't think they got a chance. I think the Rams are going to go to their Super Bowl and defend their hometown. Um, So we'll see what happens from there. What do you think? Going, going, back, back to Cali. I think that the Rams are going to win this game overall. I do think that it will be a battle, um, but I think that Matt Stafford will just run away with it at probably the fourth quarter. Um, I'm going to give the 49ers the first three quarters to really compete, but I think during the fourth quarter, Matt Stafford just gets a glimpse of that Super Bowl and says, I'm going to do it. I think all of his years in Detroit, he was very underrated. Um, I think he is a very good quarterback, and I think this is now his opportunity to shine, and he's ready to take that. I also think that OBJ has to have a big game for them. Um, He has been a key component recently in their winning streak, and I think he has to continue to show up. Yeah, I just think so many weapons for L.A. 
both on offense and defense. I mean, that defense is stacked. You, I mean, you got Ramsey, you got Donald, you got Leonard Floyd, you got all these guys. Von Miller. Von Miller, yeah, him. I mean, you got so many guys that I don't think Sam Fran can even hold their own. I'm going to give them a half. And that's probably going way over their expectations. But um, like I said, I mean, we didn't think they could come up to Green Bay in Lambeau Field with it snowing at 10 degrees and win. And look what they did. You know, Robbie Gold, quote-unquote ex-bear there, comes in, kicks a field goal to win. So should be a good game, should be interesting. But again, I think L.A. is going to just run away with it. First off, let's give an appreciation moment to Robbie Gold. He is just phenomenal. He is amazing. I was sad when the Bears got rid of him, but I am so glad that he is continuing to shine because he is just fan-freaking-tastic. I think that the 49er story is great. I think that with all the controversy that Jimmy G faced this year on whether it was going to be him or Lance or whoever was going to show up for the quarterback, I think it is good that he has led them to where they are. Um, I do think that today they fall a little short, um, but I think this gives Jimmy G a pretty good resume for saying, hey teams, look at me and Let's see what we can do next year because there's going to be a lot of teams out there looking for quarterbacks. So I think that although Jimmy G has had a great run, it ends today. And I think the Rams stay in L.A. for their Cinderella story, quote unquote, moment of Super Bowl in L.A. with all the stars shining. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you got what a lineup, but what a story it would be if you took both Cinderella, quote unquote, stories as far as the Bengals and the 49ers, and they go into SoFi Stadium and play for the Super Bowl. I mean, way unclear favorites, way underdogs, way just ridiculous story. And what better way to end the football season on a ridiculous story? I mean, how cool would that be? I agree. I always root for the underdogs, and I always think that the underdogs should shine. Um, But unfortunately, I think this time that's not going to happen. My Super Bowl that I would love to see would be the Bengals versus the Rams. The Super Bowl that I actually think we are going to see is the Chiefs versus the Rams. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, same. I mean, the one I'd love to see just for the underdog story is the 49ers and the Bengals. I think that'd be awesome. Cincinnati, that would just put that city over the top. Um, San Francisco, you know, they'd be coming back of the old age. You know, they'd be coming back from history. Um, Just all the Super Bowls they've won. Um, but again, I think the one we're going to see is Kansas City, LA, unfortunately, um, but that's what it's going to be. The internet world was shook yesterday when various news outlets was reporting that TB12 is officially hanging up his cleats after 22 seasons in the NFL. However, the shock and awe quickly went to confusion when several other news reports were saying that he is not decided on what he's going to do. So now we talk about the mystery of TB12, and is he retiring or not? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, this guy, I mean, he's definitely the greatest to ever play, in my opinion. You know, the people that don't like him just don't like him because he wins all the time. Um, It's been a class act. You know, yeah, has he had some quote-unquote stories around him with Deflategate and some of the other things, but... How, you know, on point and crazy is it that, you know, early in the morning it comes out he's retiring and an hour later it says, oh, wait, you know, so do you think he is? Do you think he's not? I don't know. I don't think he is. I think he comes back another year. 
you know, he's due, I think they said, what, a few million dollars this Friday. 15 million, I think, so with the yeah. report I said. So, so. Uh, come on, like who in their right mind would, you know, retire before that? Um, not only that, but just I think he'll want to go out one more year, go around the NFL, be paraded like he should be, and, um, you know, end it that way. So I don't know. What do you think? I can definitely see both sides of the story. I mean, he has kids that are older now, and they are into sports, and so I think he does want to be a bigger part of their success and, you know, their childhood. Um, but I just don't see TB12 going out on a losing season. Um, and I say losing season because they lost in the playoffs. Um, that's just not, quote-unquote, TB12-like manner. Um, I have been a Tom Brady fan since I was 13 years old. My sister bought me a uh, New England Patriots Tom Brady jersey that I still have um, for Christmas when I was 13. And so I have followed this guy practically all of his career. And I will be personally very upset when he retires. But I agree. I think he's going to have a last like write-off season. Um, I don't think he's going to call it quits and just walk away. I might be surprised by that um, because he does seem a little more family focused now on his podcast he definitely mentioned that they're like the key component into anything that he does Um, but what better true Tom Brady fashion is it that you announce like somebody announces your retirement and then you're like hold up don't drop the mic just yet I think that is just true Tom Brady fashion oh yeah 100% I mean you know me and Tom Brady I'd I mean, I'm a fan of him just because he's one of the greats. You know, I pick him. Obviously, growing up, you know, I don't have the story of the jerseys or anything. But my best friend, he he loves the Patriots. He loves Tom Brady. So, I mean, I was always around it. And he is. He's the GOAT. He's, he's the guy. But, again, like you said, I mean, what a story. You know, the guy comes out. Somebody comes out. We don't know who. We don't know who the sources are. And says, oh, he's done. And then, like you said, oh, wait a minute. He's not. So, again, it's a story with Tom Brady. It always is. It's always a mystery. He's always going to keep you on your toes. And I think that's what he wants. I think some excitement to see maybe the gauge how the world would react. And, like you said, the Internet was blowing up. Twitter was blowing up. Um, athletes all around the world were, you know. So, what was it? Was it a test to see how popular he was? You know, was it to see a test run of how his retirement announcement was going to go? Who knows? But... Again, I do think, you know, the family comes into it, you know, like they said, you know, Giselle has made an impression on him and he's become more of a family man. He's become, you know, more this, more that instead of his career. So, you know what? Maybe he is done. Maybe he says, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to come back. Um, I don't see it. I see him coming back for another year. I see him and Gronk coming back for sure together, Um, you know, rework their contracts, get more guys in and become you know, Super Bowl champs next year and run away with it and then ride off in the sunset together and be done. So that's my opinion. Well, let's face it. This year they were super close. I mean, they got very injury written at the end of the season and end of the year. And um, I think that, honestly, if he comes back, Gronk comes back. I think if he does not come back, Gronk doesn't come back. I think whatever one of the other does, the other one will do and follow in suit. Um, But I also believe that... Um, he will have a last year just because of the fact that Big Ben also retired. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that he will want to, I guess, fall in suit with that. Um, not that that would because Tom Brady 
no offense to Big Ben at all, would overshadow him in a heartbeat with his retirement just because he is the greatest. Like, I don't, you know, you can argue whatever you want to out there. To me, the guy is the greatest of all time. There's no doubt about it. He just freaking wins. Um, And I just think that he will want that last shot, that last chance. Plus, he's 44 years old, so why not go out and when you're 45, be done, settle it out, and just say you know, sayonara. Um, I do think that he will tell the Bucks first. Yesterday it was reported that he hadn't even contacted the Bucks, which is why I first um, definitely questioned the report. I think he will definitely have a conversation with them before he announces anything officially, just because he does have that respect for that organization. So it'll be interesting to see what comes about. I know that one of the reports I read said he's not even close to making a decision. He's still contemplating quite a bit. Um, so we will see within the next couple weeks what actually happens. All right. In our next segment here, we're going to be talking about what we're looking forward to most, whether it's in life, sports, you know, news, whatever. I'm personally, you know, we're in the middle of winter here in Wisconsin. It's currently 20 some odd degrees and we got six inch, well, more than six inches of snow on the ground. I'm ready for spring. You know what spring brings? Spring brings baseball. I'm a huge baseball guy. I love baseball. Uh, Kind of a heartbreaker for the Cubs, you know, losing everyone last year. That kind of brought everyone down. But, you know, everyone has to move on. Uh, It's painful, but we got to do it. But I'm definitely looking forward to baseball season. Hopefully they get this thing figured out. Um, And then spring training can start. Because, I mean, we start baseball. I think they said March 31st. I mean, they got two months to figure this out. Or less than that if you want to do a spring training. So um, I'm personally ready for baseball season. More so spring because that means summer's around the corner for us here in Wisconsin. But um, how about you? What are you looking forward to so far? Well, we could just go to Arizona for spring training and just forget all this winter stuff. That would be fine with me. (laughs) Um, I am looking for this is more recent, um, but I am looking forward to the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, I saw the trailer for it and I'm just super pumped. I am a huge Eminem fan. I'm a huge Dre fan. um, And I just think the change. Um, is good. I think that a lot of the Super Bowls, I mean, we've had J-Lo and Shakira, which was good to have two dominant females um, lead the halftime show. That was great and fantastic, and I really liked them. Um, But I, we've never really had, like, that moment and that, like, changing moment. And I think just kicking everything off in L.A. with Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J., Kendrick, um, who am I forgetting? Snoop. Snoop, yes. How did I forget Snoop? So I just think that kicking them off and I just, I'm fangirling over it. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm super excited and pumped to see that. Um, Another thing that I am looking forward to is the Daytona 500. Um, I am a huge NASCAR fan. I follow it. I even make my husband follow it. Quotes on make. Um, and I have just always followed NASCAR, enjoyed NASCAR. My dad raced all of my life. Um, and so that's kind of where my love for NASCAR comes from because I always watched it with him. So I'm looking forward to the Daytona 500 and just kicking off the NASCAR season and seeing how it goes. It should be interesting with these new cars that are coming about. I'm not exactly sold on those, but we'll see how they go. Um, and again, I'm also just ready for spring. 
I am not a cold weather person. I do not like to put on the layers and the boots and the socks and the gloves and it's just exhausting. By the time I do all that, I just want to lay back on the couch and be done. So I am looking forward to spring, summer, warm weather, sunshine outside and just being able to actually enjoy it. So going back to this NASCAR thing, don't they do a don't they do something in in, in LA this year in uh, the Coliseum or something like that? Yeah, year? they actually um they do the Clash and it's usually in Daytona um two weeks before the Daytona 500 they run the Clash, and I believe that the winner of that gets the pole position in the Daytona 500. They have changed a lot of rules, so that might not be true anymore. Um, but I think they at least get on the front row. Um, But this year, they're actually doing that in the Coliseum, which I think is kind of neat to see the Coliseum that we're used to having football and Rose Bowls and everything change into a um, NASCAR track. So that'll be kind of interesting. I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll see how that works. That's got to be super small though right well i saw pictures and yeah it kind of looks a little crowded to me and i don't know how many fans are actually expecting but yeah it looks like a very very short track to me Hmm. okay that's interesting i mean i guess like she said i i get made to watch this stuff you know it's it's all right it's not too bad but shout out to denny hamlin i think he's gonna win this year but uh pretty excited you know some of these people that are getting into nascar it's very interesting it's you know you got michael jordan who's the king of basketball in my opinion and big super huge fan of him and he has a race team and now he's all of a sudden he's got two drivers already bringing in someone who's pretty reputable i'd say in the nascar industry is you know not the bush brother but i think the better bush brother in my opinion but kurt's definitely made a name for um, himself you know so that's a big sign you know you got um Bubba Wallace who you know he's up and coming he you know we'll see what he's got you know he's definitely got a good story behind him he seems like a good person so you know we'll see what he's got you know he went through a little uh, turmoil unfortunately but you know that just made him better I think so and what better came back stronger what better team to be with than you know an up-and-coming team where you can be kind of the star get the best number in all of sports entertainment and number 23 and ride out with it, you know, and what Kyle Bush has, or Kurt Bush, I'm sorry, has 45, 45 right? 45, yeah, so he's going to be the 45 monster energy. Big time number for the Jordan fans out there. So, um, pretty interesting. Um, again, I don't understand how in NASCAR you can somewhat own a team and drive for another, but, you know, I guess that's not for me to figure out. Um, very interesting concept, but um, they are losing fans, you know, in NASCAR you know, maybe with these couple guys, oh, you got Pitbull also joining. Yeah. Um, who is he with? Is that? Uh, um, he's got Daniel Suarez. Suarez. Yeah. So I mean, you know, these big big names getting into NASCAR hopefully help and bring in the younger generation of fans. And what better place to start with those two guys? So I mean, big ups to them. Big ups to NASCAR. Hope they work. But um, the new cars might be a bold strategy, I guess. But you never know. So we'll see. Well, another guy that you have switching teams this year is Brad Kozlowski. He has been in the two um, pretty much all of his career. Actually, all of his career, I do believe. And he is going to be changing to the sixth, and he is going to be part owner of Richard Childress. Um, 
I'm sorry, not Richard Childress, Roush Fenway Racing. Um, he is going to be taking over the six, which Ryan Newman drove last year, and he is going to be part owner in that. Um, so you have that, and then you do have Richard Childress Racing, who has um, Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick, who are two young guys that really could make a name for themselves this year. So it's really going to be interesting to see the whole dynamic. Again, I do like Denny Hamlin. I like Chase Elliott as well, and of course I cheer for anything Michael Jordan does. Um, so I think that uh, the, addition, the addition to Kurt Busch is huge. Um, Kurt has definitely made a good name for himself in NASCAR. He is one of the prominent veterans, and I think he is going to bring nothing but success to that team. And we saw Bubba Wallace win his first race late last year, so hopefully he can ride the momentum and carry that into this season, and we'll see what happens. So that's a wrap on this week, you guys. Um, next week, we are going to have all of your Super Bowl preview. We're going to have the matchup set. We're going to have more details on the halftime performance because they usually come out the week before. Um, we're also going to have um, anything that we have seen as far as commercials because, let's be honest, the Super Bowl commercials are fantastic. We love them every year, sure. and people get creative every year. So we're going to have a full Super Bowl preview show next week. Um, so catch us on any of your podcasts, um, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We will be there. Also, follow us on Twitter at Life's Pitch Pod, um, L-I-F-E-S, um, Pitch Pod. And also tweet us your suggestions. We are also very open to our audience's suggestions on what we should discuss, what we should talk about. Um, but until then, we'll see you at the next pitch.